yeah, it was awful. It was a really psychological struggle. I think self-doubt and fear of rejection and all those weird animal lizard brain pushing off, you know, it felt like almost like I was kind of being pushed off a cliff. It was awful. And uh, so what I decided to do instead was I said to myself, hang on, hold your horses, people trying to give me money. Um, just wait a minute. Uh, what I've actually identified here, and this is true, I had identified this. What I've identified is that a lot of people are all jumping on this new elemental thing. Brilliant. It's the future. It's drag and drop. It's amazing. I agree. However, a lot of people are struggling with WordPress. G'day folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and welcome to the WP Elevation podcast where we help freelancers find freedom. I am so excited to introduce you to our feature guest this week. You know his voice, you've seen his face. He is the man who teaches us how to use Elementor and WordPress on YouTube. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only Dave Foy from Design Build Web. Uh, this was an epic interview. It is long. It is an hour long. It is worth every single second. And it is only part one. I'm going to get Dave back for part two, at least part two, possibly a part three, because there is so much to unpack in his experience and his journey and everything that he's been through and how he has got to where he is today. And he is so super transparent uh, in in uh, revealing the journey that he's been on. There is so much to learn in this episode. I hope you're in a comfortable place and your uh, earphones are not about to run out of battery because this is epic. I can't wait to share this with you. Without further ado, let's go and meet Dave Foy. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Just before we get into this episode of the podcast, I have a quick favour to ask. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on iTunes at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Or if you're not an Apple user, you can get us on Stitcher Radio at wpelevation.com slash Stitcher. And please, if you are on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. It really does help us come up in the search results and get the show in front of a wider audience. And we love your feedback and we read all of the reviews. Thanks in advance. Now let's get back to the show. G'day folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me all the way from the UK, the one and only Dave Foy. How are you, Dave? Hello there, sir. I'm, I'm very, very, very well. Excellent. Really, really pleased to be here. Oh, mate, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, for those that have been living under a rock for the last couple of years, who is Dave Foy and what do you do? I teach online. Um, I teach uh, web designers, graphic designers, non-coders how to build websites. And I pretty much focus on WordPress and Elementor as my kind of, you know, main tools. Mm -hmm. And what a suite of tools that is. What a what an awesome combination, WordPress and Elementor, hey? Beautiful. It's Absolutely a, beautiful, it's a yeah. Game changer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you know, completely. I keep, I keep I, I, so I come from a um, development background. I actually know how to write code and <laughs> I'm not very good at it, but I know how to do it. And then Beaver Builder happened and that changed everything. And then Elementor happened and that changed everything again. And now there's kind of this really nice um, uh, kind of healthy kind of duel between Beaver Builder and Elementor, which I think is a great thing because it's forcing them both to get better and iterate and to, you know, 
And I keep, I keep going off. And so I'm a big fan of both Beaver Builder and Elemental. I keep going off and playing with other shiny tools uh, that promise the world and promise to be quicker and faster and, you know, less code and all that mm. kind of stuff. Man, I just keep coming back to Beaver Builder and Elementor. They are mm. just awesome tools. And I started building websites in 2008 and I wish they existed back then because it would have made my life a whole lot easier. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I so, mean, but yeah. So, a bit, bit of backstory before we dive into this. Bit of backstory. How did you be, how did you get to be in a place in your life where you're teaching this stuff on the internet? Yeah. It's a good question, actually. It's been quite a journey. I, um, I mean, rewinding a little bit back, right, way back to the 90s, I, I, I actually have a teaching background. Oh. So as a teenager, I decided I wanted to teach. I'd always enjoyed helping people. And, you know, I, you might be able to see my halo on the, <laughs> on, on the screen somewhere. Give it a little polish every so often. Um, but yeah, I'd always had that kind of drive to do that, to kind of help people in some way. So in my 20s, I went into teaching and I, I was a, a, a teacher training. And I was a classroom teacher in primary schools, teaching young children, you know, sort of age six to 11, I think was the, was the upper range. Wow. I did that for 10 years. And um, the reason I actually left the teaching wasn't because of the kids. It wasn't because of, you know, any, anything to do with the actual teaching side of it. It was purely the bureaucracy, the awful kind of, you know, targets. And I, I could tell you some awful stories, but that's yeah. not that's not why we're here. Yeah. So um, I just foresaw the future. I think I was probably about 30 at the time. And I thought, right, yeah, nah, I, 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 I'm going to do something else. And, kind of, and then basically, as I, as I am want to do, I, I do this fairly often, my friends laugh. I will just throw everything up in the air, you know, no real planning, no real kind of, you know, um, saving three months worth of income or anything like that. It's just poof, throw it up in the air do something else, sink or swim. So burn the ships, I, as they say, yeah, burn the ships, burn the yeah, bridges, yeah, burn yeah. the lot. Yeah. Awesome. So that's what I did, which is foolish, but it gets you there. You know, it, it makes, makes sure that you actually do the work. So I, I moved into, into web design, which would have been 2003. I'd actually been building websites since 98. Wow. Um, you poor bugger. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dinosaur building awful websites. Yeah, on the old, the old 28-point AK dial-up modems back in those days, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to sit there for 10 minutes enjoying the before yep. you could get any work done. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so, yeah, I, I learned to, I, I'd learned to do that anyway. I'd learned to code kind of basic HTML and, mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So that was fine. It's just for fun. And uh, pretty much really just because of a band that I was in at the time, we oh. needed one of those fancy new websites. Oh, and man. Such you a know. familiar story, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went into web design, um, sink or swim. And basically just I was a, a web designer for clients, um, building websites for clients really for the following uh, 14, 15 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> I can honestly say that my my reason for actually wanting to build websites in the first place was that I had this. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, really, and it's something that I'm really trying to <laughs> trying to work on. Um, but what I really wanted to do was make stuff. I wanted to make things. I mm. wanted to make things that. I mean, I'm terrible with my actual hands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ask me to put a shelf up, as as opposed to your virtual hands. You're terrible with your actual hands, but your virtual hands yeah, are yeah. quite good, right? 
this thing's brilliant. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I just, I just wanted to make things, put them online and have something to kind of be proud of. And actually, one of the frustrations of teaching itself was the fact that nothing was ever finished. Mm. You know, you, you never finished, um, you were always handing children on. You were always being kind of cut off from being able to finish one program because the government came in and introduced something completely different. And so it was a real desire to just make stuff. And um, my my journey into how I ended up doing what I'm doing now is because I'd kind of, and I, and I believe this is probably something that you're, a story you're very familiar with, but I'd kind of got stuck a little bit. There's, there's two reasons, really. Partly, no, there are three reasons. <laughs> Number one, I was desperately missing teaching. Mm. Um, I, I had this 18-month cycle that I used to recognize that every 18 months it would rise like a wave. It's like absolute. I'd go back into schools, I'd volunteer, yeah. I'd, you know, sometimes go in and actually do some what we call supply teaching, where you, uh-huh. you go in and you cover, you know, for, for absent teachers and things. And I would shy away from it very quickly and think it's even worse <laughs> than I remember. It's got worse. So I would then kind of cut back to it. And it wasn't because I didn't love building websites. I didn't love working with clients because I generally speaking really did, but there was that real desire to teach was a, was a big thing. Mm. The other one was the familiar story that, becomes even, I think just as time goes on, will become even more pressing is that web designer race to the bottom that Mm. a lot of web designers, and I'm sure you are very familiar with this story. Mm. You know, you, you, you find, find, I was personally, you know, finding it harder and harder to, to find the kind of projects I wanted to work on Mm. harder and harder to sell those projects, far harder to, charge what I thought the project was worth, Mm. how I wish I'd have discovered WP Elevation (laughs) (laughs) because I might not be speaking, well, I probably would be speaking to you, but on a different level, you Mm. know, for a different reason. Mm. Um, So yeah, it was partly that as well, partly kind of frustrations with that whole sort of process of selling websites. Partly as well, though, I'd, as I say, I'd got into web design purely for I want to make stuff. Mm. I want to make pretty things. I want to make beautiful things that people like. Mm. That, but honestly, that was mm. it back in the day. And I remember actually saying to my my partner, Vicky, I remember saying to her at the time, um, I have no interest in marketing whatsoever. So I am going to make things. And if there's any marketing, anything to do with, you know, the performance of a website, that's not my bag. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that strikes me as ridiculous these days that anybody could think like that. But it was somebody else's problem. You know, marketing is somebody else's job. It's it's there, there is some level of trickery or special kind of wiring in the brain that's required. It's not for me. And I kind of proceeded on that basis for many, many, many years. And despite you know reading about. I mean, oh God, all manner of different things over the years and reading and actually believing things like how do you actually plan a website all the way from the first stage of meeting the client 
with the business goals in mind, you know, how do you build a website as 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 a, a, in terms of performance ultimately from the start? You know, how do you sell that as part of the as part of the the, the offer, the value of the offer? I understood all those things, but it took me a long, long time for it to click. So in 2010, there is a point to this story. Honestly, um, in about 2010, um, I actually joined forces with a friend of mine, really good friend. He ran a web design agency in this area. I had done a lot of freelance work for them. We got on like a house on fire. And uh, so he he was really, really into the marketing stuff that I couldn't get my head around. He was jabbering away to me even back then about, you know, sales funnels and lead magnets and this new kind of Facebook ads and all this stuff that I was like, yeah, great. You, you crack on kind of thing. So we joined forces and it worked really well in terms of that. Now that I look back in hindsight, anyway, it worked out very well for me because I gradually through the process of actually implementing the stuff that he was learning Mm. He was very much one of these guys who would read one line of an article and go, right, I'm going to implement that, you know, Mm. whereas I'm the opposite. I'll read all the articles before I move. (laughs) But (laughs) so he was trying all sorts of things and it just worked. It was incredible. You know, just the, 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 the difference between I'll build you a pretty beautiful website versus something that was actually making a difference in someone's business. Mm. And was, you know, not because of that as well, we could charge more. We had recurring income because people wanted these systems maintained. And and um, a little light bulb went off for me, I think. Again, some of this is in hindsight. But mm, of course. A little, a little light bulb went off about sort of 2015. And it, and it grew and grew. You know, the light bulb grew, grew brighter. Um, through to kind of like mid 2016, I think, where I suddenly thought, hang on, I'm desperate to teach. Mm. I love the web. I don't especially desperately love working with clients, although there's nothing to say about the clients we were working with. But I thought I kind of had this vision, I suppose, of being able to teach and do my thing in my way. And, but also bring to bear all this stuff I've been learning. Because um, I thought, you know, if I can, I started I started also kind of discovering people like, like Brian Dean from yeah. Backlinko, mm. for instance. Mm-hmm. I'd hit an, on him. And um, uh, 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 Mariah Cos as well. Uh, Mariah Cos does lots of stuff about building lists and building an audience. And she's into selling courses, actually, which is partly one of the, you know, the impetus for me selling courses Mm -hmm. and all those things kind of came together. You know, the people, Gareth, my friend who I'd partnered with and these people I I was finding online who were talking about this stuff, none of it was sleazy sales, marketing, dodgy trickery. It was all kind of, I will provide you with something of incredible value. Mm. I thought, well, I can get down with that. <laughs> mm. That makes perfect sense to me. Perfect sense. So, um, yeah, another case, mid-2016, cards in the air, 
find the matches, burn the burn everything. Wow. And um yeah, and just went for it. So yeah, it's been a it's been a the, f- the first the first year especially was a very very tough ride. Mm-hmm. Very very tough. You know, I won't go into it all. It's very very dull, but you know, the, 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 <laughs> if you can imagine what it's like for somebody who hasn't planned this and just throws it all up in the air. I mean, my partner, she's she's a saint, really. You know, she's just, well, you believe in this. Yeah, I believe in you. You've pulled this off many times. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You yeah. always do. So, yeah. So you, so you walk away from client services, which is obviously providing a steady income for you. You mm-hmm. get into just starting to teach online. At this stage, when you start out, do you have a business model in mind or are you just winging it? Well, I had... I had a model of sorts in mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons why I, I felt fairly confident that I could do it. Mm. Business plan in terms of finances and targets and everything, no, nope. mm-hmm. not not a bean at all. But what I had was an idea of, of the plan, of the broad plan. And the broad plan was basically modeled on people that I'd seen online doing this. Mm. Um I'm quite frankly hoping for the best that they weren't lying through the teeth, you know, yeah, that yeah, this thing yeah. worked. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling <laughs> you know well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You get that little voice in the back of your head that says, I'm the only one that believes you and everyone else knows that you're full of it and you've pulled the wall fair over my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And taken my cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the process. Yeah. So, yeah, I had, I had a plan and the plan was I'm going to um, – email list is going to be everything. Mm-hmm. So from – Literally day, day one, you know, even when I've put the very first page of my website up there and I hadn't even really figured out what I was going to be doing and how and in what form, um, there was a sign up form. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a pathetic incentive, <laughs> something like, you know, I'll let you know when <laughs> I've got new stuff. But I thought from day one, I will be trying to get a uh, build an email list and build relationships mm-hmm. from that very, very start. One of the reasons to do that was I know a lot of people say, you know, build relationships and what they really mean is sell stuff to people. Mm. But I, I actually genuinely meant it because I thought I'd, I'd, I'd read probably Pat Flynn, actually. Mm-hmm. Pat Flynn in, um, what's his book? Let It Fly. Yeah. I'd read Let It Fly. And he was, the whole book is basically, you know, about, finding out what the actual audience actually wants, mm-hmm. you know, other than just guessing what they want. So um, that was the plan from the beginning was actually build an email list mainly for that reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, obviously be able to sell stuff to them later on is, is fantastic, but I wanted to know what, what the, the, the guys that I had in mind, just to rewind slightly about the guys I had in mind, mm-hmm. the reason I went for this particular crowd, non-coder, designers, basically, mm-hmm. um, code allergic people, mm-hmm. was that I'd worked with them mm-hmm. for 15, 16 years. I'd worked with them on projects all the way through from the early 2000s. These guys had been you know, amazing designers, massive creativity. But when it came to actually putting put their work online, they had their hands tied behind the back. Mm-hmm. It, they had to turn to me and with their Photoshop files and say, mm-hmm. you know, please, sir, will you make these a reality? <laughs> Yep. And so that was my crowd, actually five, six, 
maybe about 10 people, mm-hmm. real people I'd mm-hmm. worked with, you know, thought that these are the people. So that's what I started with. Um, and it wasn't long before that, that actually, I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit, but that was actually the reason I chose Elementor as well, <laughs> um, was because I'd been, again, it's another story really, probably for another time, but gradually Gareth and I, my business partner at the time, had started to use some of these drag and drop tools. Mm. Um, the Divi Builder was one of them. We'd had a go at Visual Composer and recoiled in horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Aveda at one point we'd used as well. We'd, we'd, we'd used a few of those things because he had convinced me, because I'm a, I'm a developer, I'm a coder really by you know, by, by trade, I suppose. Um, he'd convinced me that waiting for two weeks for my schedule to be free as a developer, to put a landing page together, to test a new advert, wasn't good business sense. Mm. However, a little drag and drop tool, which at the time I actually thought, I'm, I'm not using these tools, but, you know, I'm a coder, you know. Mm. There's a little bit of that going on. Uh, I mean, we're going back a, f- a few years. Yeah, but, it's still um, pre- that that mindset is still very prevalent. Still very prevalent yeah. in, in the space for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so that kind of put me off. But that was another eye opener, and I, I actually knew, p- partly from a personal creativity sense, that these guys I had in mind, this new these these new tools, mm. Beaver Builder, Elementor, especially, mm. empower them to be creative, Mm. they can suddenly make stuff like I could make stuff back in the day, you know, but even quicker and easier. So there's that and there's the business sense as well, which hadn't occurred to me until then. But it's like they can test things, you know, it's like meeting with client. We've got this idea Mm -hmm. about this new section or a new page or a new thing or a new prototype or a new anything. You can call the client up in by the end of the day And say, right, there you go, it's done. Yeah. Or it's there's the there's the the skeleton of it. So it was actually I hadn't when I because Elementor I think came out in June 2016 originally. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit of a it was a it was a, it was a very kind of lightweight at the time. But I remember specifically choosing Elementor for those specific guys. Mm-hmm. I actually ran it by them. But I say, you know, if I'm going to teach, I want I want a, a suite of tools that are perfect for, you know, for these for these people kind of thing. Mm. And um, tested lots of them. Elementor, every single one of them. It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's it's we've just we've just employed a a junior graphic designer who's a university student, so he's like in a placement program with us, yeah. and we've employed him full time. <clears throat> And uh, one of the first things we did was got him kind of inducted into the brand and he spent some time with our branding agency to learn the style guide and how, you know, to apply the brand in the real world. And then once he had his head around that, one of the, one of the next things we did was we sat him down in front of Elementor and said, right, you know, you know, in Photoshop, when you open a file or in design, you've got a toolbar down the left-hand side and you get to choose your tools and then you design on the canvas. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a web browser and here's your canvas and here's your toolbar down the left-hand side. Just think of it yeah. like that. And here's a bunch of videos. Here's a bunch of resources. You should go check out this guy named Dave Foy on YouTube. He's got some some cool stuff on there. He'll teach you some stuff. And uh, we just basically put him through a whole bunch of videos to learn how to use Elementor. And he's now realizing that he's not designing a drawing of a website. He's actually designing 
a website in the browser where it's actually going to live and be yeah. used. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how powerful is that? It's extremely powerful. And it's yeah. and the feedback, learning feedback loop is instant because you can see it in the browser. You can start clicking on things. You can hover. You can see the colours change on hover. You can start to see how your yeah. thing is going to be interacted with and how, how it performs. Yeah, it's just it's just in, in, incredible. I sometimes see because I mean it's online and online people like to have a moan sometimes, don't they? They have a little moan and a whine. I hadn't and, noticed, Dave. I hadn't noticed. Well, really, I'm here to I'm here to tell you <laughs> that sometimes it happens. Uh, I'll send you some links, Troy. Oh, please but, do. <laughs> Luckily, I've avoided that up until this point in my career. <laughs> Said no one ever. my friend. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I, I see people kind of, you know, sometimes bitching and moaning about this and that and the other. And my response every time is pretty much, you do not know how good you have it. I mean, especially if you've kind of just got into the industry, you know, and you're just starting, you have absolutely no idea. That's right. I know. I, I started with the whole building the prototypes in the browser mm-hmm. and trying to design in the browser back in like 2008. Mm. But I was doing it all by hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? So these quick prototypes were still taking me a week. Yeah. hundred percent. If not longer, you know, and then client goes, well, actually, I think we should completely change this whole kind of scheme. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And that will be it. So yeah. I, and I think Elementor, because, I think I, I boiled it down to, to Elementor and Beaver Builder, and I got the sense that Beaver Builder is Beaver Builder's USP is 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 its uh, stability. Mm. I think mm-hmm. you know, so okay, you don't have a mass of new features, but it's stable, mm. and uh, every one of them, as a designer, just as a designer's brain, just couldn't get on with it at all, mm. you know. And uh, so yeah, that was that was that was the reason really that Elementor, and it was a revelation for me. Mm. Even you know, I'm teaching the thing, but it was a, rele- a revelation for me at the time as mm. well. So, so in yeah. those in those early days, I just want to explore the the business model here for a sec. In the early days, uh, ha- like how are you funding? So you start making these videos. You've got this audience in mind. You put up a website. You start building an email list. You've still got to eat. You know, I'm like going to make a guess that you haven't got some philanthropic uncle who's just sponsoring you through this process. So, sadly, no. Right. So, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that didn't didn't have a philanthropic uncle. Um, so, so how are you funding the? And not as I said, like it's none of my business. But I'm just curious no. how you are funding this 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 project of yours, this exploration, if you like. Mm, because it was an exploration. Yeah. yeah, I didn't actually from deciding to start the thing and throwing all the cards and the, and the burning, etc. Yeah. I actually didn't go live with my website, you know, in my very first kind of like hello world type thing till February, 2017. So wow. seven, eight, eight months, something like wow. that. So the first, the first funding, um, well, I mean, bless, bless him. Um, I actually had one client that I kept on, I'd worked with him for about 10 years um, and he was an ab- and is an absolute joy to work with. Um, Easy going. We get on really well. He pays before I send the invoice. <laughs> Fabulous. You know, so he- what's his name and his email address? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's one, in, he's one in a million. And uh, 
I was very, very happy to kind of carry on with him because he's very relaxed, very ad hoc. I knew that if I had stuff happening, you know, it, it was it was fine. Just an ongoing like retainer type thing, mm. which I think at the time was about five hundred pounds a month, thousand pounds a month maximum. Right, that was that was it. Yeah. So we did that for for a while. That was an absolute lifesaver. Mm. Um, for a while, it was. I mean, this, at this point, things had started kind of picking up and I started building a list and making some videos and I'll maybe talk you through the whole arduous process of learning all that. Mm-hmm. But um, but honestly, for a little while, it was, it was make or break. We were literally selling stuff. Wow. You know, we were like <clears throat> credit card. We're not really credit card people, but sure. credit card was going up and yep. up and up and up. Um we actually, I mean, my partner, she cashed in like this kind of life insurance policy or something that, wow, when it was going to mature, it was going to be kind of in the hundreds of thousands of pounds, you know, sort of thing. And we, I think it's like six grand, I think it brought in or five grand. Wow. And we were at the point literally where that had to last us, that five or six grand, I can't remember exactly. Um, you'd think I'd remember, but I think I was partly kind of like, oh, yeah. oh I don't want to look. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend uh, it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. we got to the point where that was literally, um, you know, we had, I think we broke it down and said, look, we can, if we, if we are very, 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 very careful, you know, with the food bill and everything else, mm. um, we might be able to survive on this for, you know, five months. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's not a, it's not a wage mm. at all. But as I say, I had a few things coming in still from the client I was working with, mm. which, which was great as well. What, what started to build my business model was never affiliates mm-hmm. ever. And it's the kind of thing that even now I'm happy for affiliate income, mm. you know, but for me, I think my credibility as a teacher I want to, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to kind of say to somebody, you really, really should use this, I damn well want to believe that that is fantastic. I'm still only an affiliate for maybe four or five products. Yeah. Um, So I became an affiliate for Elementor, for Generate Press, for SiteGround, Mm -hmm. who I was hosting with at the time. The flywheel when I moved to flywheel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I can't, I'm not sure I can, I can think of any others. And it was really that, that really started to kind of creep up month by month, unintentional income, really. Wow. It wasn't something that I intended, but I did, I did think, you know, I do love these products. I do use these products. I absolutely one 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 of my, guiding principles when I first started this was I'm not going to be one of those guys that writes articles on the 50 best WordPress form plugins. Mm. You know, I'm going to recommend you one yeah. <laughs> that I believe is the best for you for this particular situation, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so the affiliate income started coming in and that was still a trickle, but it was maybe sort of, you know, $500, $1,000. It kind of crept up to $1,500, $2,000. Um, I mean, it's still not huge these days, probably 
in the region of about sort of four or five thousand a month, I think wow. now, which for unintentional yeah income is incredible. Now that's a significant um, turnaround from someone who was you know about to go and live in a caravan and stop eating. <laughs> that's selling kidneys was the next <laughs> the next thing. Wow! So, so yeah, aff- affiliates was 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 the thing definitely for 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 a while that really got us over that hump. Mm. What actually made the big, big difference was selling courses. Mm. Now, selling courses was always my business model. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my my idea, going back to your original question sometime yesterday, was uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, my ori- the, the, the original business model was, broadly speaking, build a list, sell a course to that list. Of course, yeah. That's ultimately it, really. Yeah. And... Um, what I discovered is that I have, going back to my, you know, previous talking to my partner back in the day saying, I'm not going to get into marketing and selling. I don't like that. I want to make things. Well, it turns out that's probably quite a deep-seated, kind of deep-seated, what do they call them? Limiting belief, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I discovered I have one of those limiting beliefs. Mm. And it was crazy. It was kind of, I had an email list that was growing by the thousands, practically every month, I had people, should I say literally? Yeah, literally with wallets out saying, take my money, take our money. Please tell us how to use this brand new tool called Elementor. It's brand new. We're clamoring to know how to use it and how to get these fancy effects and how to use it best, you know, in in most effectively in projects. Please, please, please. At the time, it would have been the easiest thing in the world. It's like, right, okay, then yes, valid, you know, concept validated. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I would have, I would have done a pre-sale. I would always do a pre-sale before, um, before actually making anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd learned that from a few different people, sort of, you know, a couple of years before. Um, so that would have been that would have been great. Quick pre-sale, you know. Here's the here's the concept of the course. You can fifty percent off the the final price. And then when plenty enough people, you know, enough people had bought that to validate the idea, make the course. But I realized that I actually have quite a fear of selling. I've, I've, I've dispelled that now, thankfully. But um, yeah, it was awful. It was a really psychological struggle. I think self-doubt and fear of rejection mm-hmm. and all those weird animal lizard brain pushing off, you know, it felt like almost like I was kind of being pushed off a cliff. Mm-hmm. It was awful. And uh, so what I decided to do instead was I said to myself, hang on, hold your horses, people trying to give me money. Um, <laughs> just wait a minute. Uh, what I've actually identified here, and this is true, I had identified this. What I've identified is that a lot of people are all jumping on this new elemental thing brilliant. It's the future. It's drag and drop. It's amazing. I agree. However, a lot of people are struggling with WordPress. You know, actually, how do you deliver a WordPress project? Not just how do you drag and drop one page in this lovely tool. Mm. So what I then thought was, what we need first is a little prerequisite course. I, I had in mind a little thing that would take me two weeks to explain the basics of WordPress, 
you know, the basics of the install, the basics of like the hierarchy, you know, you've got the theme which does this and customizer which does this, and then you've got the plugins on top, blah, 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 blah. And um, it, I did a pre-sale, a quick one, to a very small part of my list because I was really scared. Um, I think about 25% of the people who I contacted directly actually bought. Wow. That's... 197, I think it was, each. It had gone beyond the two, the quick two-week thing by this point in my head. Um, I ended up taking the best part of about seven or eight months making that course. Wow. Uh, yeah, part perfectionism, part just having this grand idea, <laughs> this grand vision. It ended up getting split into three separate little courses that I kind of bundled together when I sell the main one now. But anyway... So it got to November. I am getting to the point. It got to November of, of last year, 2017. I'd been dithering about selling anything to anyone now for the best part of six months <laughs> with the last remnants of the life insurance cashed in policy kind of dwindling down to pennies and uh, suddenly thought, right, hang on. I've got maybe half a course made here. Maybe not even that. It turned out it wasn't even half. But, um, and it's nearly Christmas, right? We're at the end of November. Nobody's going to want to buy a course over Christmas. Um, it's Black Friday this week as well. Awesome. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. So I pulled three days of solid all-nighters. I, I learned how to write, you know, sales pages. I ran around like asking friends recommendation, Thrivecart, right, okay, boom, boom, boom. Hooked it all together. I was utterly, utterly exhausted. I mean, just just beyond. Um and and I did a little bit of a pre-launch, a little bit of like it, it was nothing much, honestly. Mm-hmm. What I what I do now, what I have planned now is <laughs> it's completely off the scale. But um, at the time it was little teaser of the of the course few there was an email sequence which i'm still quite proud of actually it was a really good one um i think i opened the cart for about seven days and that made 30 grand i think whoa dude few (laughs) (laughs) and then of course i'm stood there going see i told you told you (laughs) suddenly it all comes oh my god yeah, that's, so it was just. Yeah. That's going to change your life, isn't it? Like right in that instant, right there. Yeah. How did you feel? Like not only okay, so you've got some money in the bank. You're going to get through Christmas. You can put your kidneys back in where they belong. But how did you yeah. feel? Like, what did it do for your? I mean, this is a loaded question, but what did it do for your confidence <laughs> and and the fact that it just validated the vision that you'd had and all the false starts and all the inaction and all the procrastination for the last six to eight months. What did it do in that in that over that seven day period? How did you change during that seven day launch? Oh, just, I just, it's it's almost impossible to put into words. Mm. Quite honestly, I mean, I I cried. Mm. <laughs> I, I I actually cried mm. when when the sales and the sales were coming through. You know, like thick and fast. Mm. Um, I partly couldn't believe it because. You know, in my nature, it's just this little thing. It's it's hardly there anymore. Mm. This little thing that you know, that, that people people are not going to want to pay this. Yeah, there are 
so many WordPress courses out there. There's a lot of free stuff, mm. you know. I mean, YouTube's overflowing with free stuff. Yeah. But, I'd, yeah, like you say, I had this belief that people would actually want something that was laid out, it was logical, it was step by step, and it was it was actually for them as Elementor users, you know. Mm. So all that niche stuff and everything else. So I kind of guess that in my, in, my, in my heart of hearts, I really knew that it should be a winner. Mm. Um, there's maybe, I think it was maybe the fear of, of the cost because at the time selling anything for, I think I sold it for 197 again mm. um, with private Facebook group and, you know, a few and a couple of coaching calls as well and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's way too low a price mm-hmm. now. But at the time I thought uh, people will laugh. So mm-hmm. yeah, for, for me, for my confidence, yeah, I, I, I actually, I don't mind saying I actually cried on that first day when those sales started coming through. Mm. Um, still had a little bit in the back of my mind. It's like, well, these people haven't taken this course yet. Yeah. Watch the refunds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which there were, there, were, there were, I think I maybe had one. Wow. Um, and that was it. So yeah, it was, it was incredible. I mean, it, it really, really validated I'm one of those people, I suspect you might be as well, really, Troy, that I kind of can't rest. <laughs> it's not the sort of thing where, I mean, people say, you've got to celebrate. And I, I did. Yeah. I really did celebrate. But kind of always have that feeling in mind is like, wow, this is going to really, really work. And I've actually found my crowd, you know, I've found my people. Mm. Um, and they obviously believe in me. Mm. I mean, my my goodness, I'd spent the past year building relationships with them, mm. <laughs> you know, didn't trust me by now, then, uh, maybe they never will. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, that, but it did, it really validated it, but I must say I never had the sense of, well, that's it. Great. I've done it. Marvelous. Mm. You know, it was a case of, right. I've got to carry, I mean, partly I had the rest of the course to make, but I also kind of had this sense of, what, 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 what can I do? Mm. What, what else can I actually do now then? Wow. You know, if I can do this to this number of people with this crappy little launch, the email sequence was great, but the, the build up and the pre-launch and everything else was, was very minimal. Mm. Um, what else can I do? So there was kind of those thoughts as well of, of, of future really. I must say that you probably guess really because we're talking about the whole limiting beliefs about money and selling, but mm. money is never ever my driver. Mm. And it sounds like a corny, awful, schmaltzy thing to say, but um, it never ever has been my drive rate. The money is, is amazing. And I'm very, very happy for people to give me money and I've mm. gotten over that definitely. <laughs> but my driver is helping people. Yeah. And so it's always a case of what what can I do actually? Where are people struggling? You know, how can I actually, because I'd started to see the comments, the testimonials. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about how it actually changes, changes people's lives. people's lives. And that's a drug, isn't it, man? That kind of feedback is far more addictive than any amount of cash in the bank. Absolutely. And here's the thing I've learned over the years of of creating and selling courses online. And I, man, it's this is like looking in the mirror and having a conversation with myself because right. I, it's been it's such a similar journey. I played in bands. I built websites for the bands that I was playing in. I then got into building websites for clients. I then went into business with a business partner. I then decided I wanted to get into get back into helping people. 
Uh, we then pivoted into an online course business. I've had mm. I've had hate mail and hate con- comments over the years that that I wouldn't let my grandmother read. You know, like it's been some mm. of the stuff that you have to put up with by being a public figure is yeah, is out there. yeah yeah it's quite it can be quite um uh quite debilitating and quite damaging to your confidence um mm. i've had all the fears and all the imposter syndrome of selling uh, we started selling a membership website for $97 a month, $97 a month in, in this space, which is very price conscious. We started selling mm. that for $97 a month. We then started selling a course for $497. It's then went to $997, $1497. It's now at $1997. Mm. I've had to overcome imposter mm-hmm. syndrome and feeling like the whole WordPress community thinks that I'm just this snaky, sharky sales, snake oil salesman guy. And I've had to mm. overcome all of that bullshit and all of that self-doubt <clears throat> every step of the way. Mm. But the the one thing that keeps me going is when I get on a plane and fly out to Miami to run a mastermind and mm. Robert Simmons and his wife Alyssa come up to me and they've driven down from Illinois to meet me in Miami and they come up to me and Robert says, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done because what I've learned from you has allowed me to quit my full-time job and work in the mm. business from home with my wife and spend more time with my family. That yeah. brings tears to my eyes and that's why I get out of bed every day. Exactly. The, what I've learned as a result of being kind of self-aware and doing the analysis on this is that, of course, that's what it's about because once you've got your basic human needs solved, which in your case was a close call, but you've got the food and the shelter yeah. covered now, right? Well, the yeah, next yeah. thing, right? And for me, it was a close call as well. I mean, we were fast, you know, when I pivoted <laughs> and got out of the, got out of doing client services and pivoted towards uh, doing online courses, it was very lean for a long period of time. The first course mm-hmm. that we made, I sold five copies of the first mm. cause. It was a complete disaster and it damaged my confidence for a long time. But once you've got your basic kind of needs covered, the next thing is is connection to the tribe. You know, that mm. is the thing that we want more than anything. And helping yeah. people is a great way to feel connected because when you help yeah. people, they're full of gratitude, right? So you get yeah. that, that feedback. The other thing that I've learned is that there just so happens to be a direct correlation between how much value you add to the community and how much money you end up with in your bank account. So yeah. if you focus on just being valuable and being helpful to the community, the bank balance pretty much takes care of itself, you mm. know? Um, yeah. Man, this is just, it's just yeah. been, it's been fascinating. I, I just want to flag this. There's lots to unpack here and I do want to get you back on for at least one other episode because there's okay. so much, there's so much <laughs> I want to go into here, but I'm respectful of your time and everyone else's time. So I just do, before we close out this episode, and we are going to do part two at some point because there's so much more I want to get into. But before we before we um, wrap up this episode, I just want to ask, what is what does Dave Foy's what does Design Build Web look like today? What's the business model today? Uh, what what's the next sort of six to twelve months hold in store for Dave? Yeah, well, the, the big direction for me at the moment is actually when I finished making that first course, um, No Stress WordPress, it's called. I'm actually still launch. I, I launched it again in February. I'm launching it again in September. So I'm kind of keep, I'm def, definitely all in with that. And it's, and it's great. Um, and it really, really fills a need, you know, I'm mm. actually going to get into the details, but I'm going to move to kind of like a more evergreen mm. automated model. So I'm not in this 
constant, as you well know, mm. exhausting launch mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. Thing. We just moved, um, we just moved to Evergreen the first of July for the same reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there's all sorts of reasons behind that as well. You know, you can test things really, really quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's that. I also, um, as I got to that point, and I thought, right, back in sort of February this year, my fi- my feeling was. All right, now let's get back to that elemental course that people were asking, the, the purely elemental course that people were asking me about in the first place. And it's kind of talking, especially to a friend of mine, he's a bit, you know, a bit of a mentor as well. Um, he sort of said and planted the seed. It's like the problem is, is that elemental's not brand new now. You kind of miss that boat in terms of the people clamoring for, you know, for, to, to 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 get to to learn about this new tool. Mm. And also, what is the ultimate value in pure tech how-to stuff? You know, actually, in terms of competition in the market, you know, I mean, how many how many people are there online purely saying, here's how you do this in WordPress, here's how you do this in WordPress? I'm not knocking that at all because people do tremendous jobs of it. But he said, you know, you're gonna, you, you've got... You've got a slight risk of being a bit me too mm-hmm. in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, one of one of these others that that do this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, and he, I, he agrees. You know, I think I did a good job selling no stress WordPress, not on I will teach you how to use WordPress, but more on I will free up your weekends and evenings and allow you to take on bigger projects. That's actually how I sold it. Mm-hmm. The actual problem, the actual desired outcome. Mm-hmm. So. I think I did a pretty good job of that with no stress WordPress, but I decided to move to um, my next course. It's called No Fear Funnels. I'm currently making it in the minute. I think it will launch properly. Well, where are we? Um, probably early October. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll only be open for a, a short time, but um, basically sort of teaching people how to build, how to plan and build and manage sales funnels, but using the tools that they already use, mm. namely WordPress and Elementor. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, now, the value of that is that there is some tech how-to, so I can still do stuff. I can still do stuff like, hey, here's how to build this landing page. Here's how to build this beautiful layout, but all from the viewpoint of performance and sales and lead gen. And the at the time, I actually thought to myself, a qualified yes, kind of. I, I've done this myself. This is how I built my own business. Mm-hmm. This is what we did with clients in the kind of latter five years of me being a web designer. Mm-hmm. I actually can do this very, very well. Um, but it was there was a little, I don't know, there was just a, a kind of a, a little doubt about um, the audience being there because a lot of my audience, basically, they'll be like, a, you know, a, a sales, a sales what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a funnel. Yeah. So, um, and then it, I had, this, <laughs> I had a vision again, <laughs> as I, as I do. I just had this vision one day. One day, it's like, hang on a minute, this is actually me. This audience for this sales funnel, Elementor, WordPress thing is me. I'm the non-code. Well, no, I'm not a non-coder. I'm, a, I'm very much a coder, but I'm a non-marketer. <laughs> 
mm. in my head. Mm. I'm the guy back in 2003 who said, I will never be into marketing. It's sleazy, it's dodgy, it's trickery, it's blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You need your brain wiring on. Well, obviously, I would since got to the point where I've actually realized the value, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's actually about understanding the customer, understanding the customer's problem, understanding the customer's desired outcome and what the vision of their life is and how you provide that value, mm. both with free stuff and ultimately by selling them something, mm. which is the ultimate service. Because if you sell them something, you can help them and you can help them even more. And so with that in mind, that's what I've done. So the whole No Fear Funnels project, um, as I say, I'm going to launch, the, I did a pre-sale back in April, which was amazing. <laughs> really, really pleased. Um, so that went off really, really well. I've been building the course really ever since and, and and working with students. So I launched that. My plan with that ultimately is for No Fear Funnels to grow. So probably actually not dissimilar to WP Elevation in the mm-hmm. sense that you have the blueprint, mm-hmm. but then you have this incredible resource around it as well. You know, the membership is in insane mm. in terms of pe- people can follow their own interests mm. they don't have to watch it all but you know mm. so that's my vision with it really is yeah there'll be a foundational course the foundational course itself is is, is, is deep um but it's aimed at as i say aimed at non-marketers who would who don't believe that they can do this kind of thing um and and are struggling to sell their services. They're struggling to stand out in a me too web designer market. They, they, they can't sell value. So that's that's the whole kind of driver behind it. And gradually add, add a, a library of stuff, extra stuff about copywriting, about email nurturing, about, you know, kind of conversion design. Um, the, the ideas are, are, are just brimming at the moment. So. <laughs> Just trying to keep them down and yeah, uh, execute one idea at a time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And just out of curiosity, who's on the team? Is it just you? Is, is, is are you basically just the one in the business? It, it has been until very, very recently, and I'm still I still don't employ anybody. Right. It's still me. I am I am the the the, the director and the and yep. the sole employee. Yep. Um, and I've done everything myself for for a long time. Wow. I've just started working with. Well, I just hired a VA. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant. She's not full time. Mm-hmm. She's between sort of ten and twenty hours a month, but yeah. she's invaluable. So yeah. I'm spending a lot of time on processes at the moment, yeah. documenting every single thing, mm. publishing a post. You know what happens when somebody asks asks if they can reset their password. I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's brilliant at that. Mm-hmm. Um, a designer. Um, is it started working with a guy, Kyle Van Dusen, if I can say his name, he's, he's very active in the elemental community and, and, and various things. And he is great. Uh, such a joy to work with. So, I mean, it's not full time. It's just on an ad hoc basis, you know, sure. so helping with sales pages and with graphics for things and stuff like that. So that mm. takes a whole thing off my plate. Mm. Um, the guy's helping with Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, I, I, he, was involved in my last launch and he was incredible, brilliant. So that was good. And uh, the other thing is I've just started working with, um, well, she's part copywriter 
and part kind of sales strategist as well. She's very, very quickly, I found her because I was looking for a new accountant. I did a quick search for, I, I was wondering if accountants existed who specialized in online entrepreneurs like, like mm-hmm. me, because the standard accountants didn't seem to be very good. So I did a quick Google search, found a website for an accountant. And you know, when you read the copy on a website and you're like, oh my word, yes, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Yes, that, that, oh my, how has this person got into my head? So anyway, the accountant didn't really work out, as, a, but never mind. I've, I've found a, di- a different one, a good one now. But anyway, I asked her, do you mind me asking, did you write the copy? She said, no, 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 no. It's, it's one of my clients, actually. She, she did it. Like, can I please have her, have her details? Uh, and I went to her website, very briefly, went to her website and had a sim- her own website selling her own services, you know, her own sort of copywriting strategy services. And I had the same experience. Mm. It's like, so you've been involved with managing multi-million dollar course launches, you say, for all these people. Right. Yes. So contacted her and we've just, we've been working together for a couple of months now and it's just brilliant because I'm able to get on with yeah. the stuff that, I love to do, yep. which is to teach pretty much, yeah. to make videos, yeah. to do all that sort of thing. Stay in your so sweet spot. She, yeah. So she's helping me with the not not just the copy, not just the emails and the sales page and all the all the stuff, but the actual launch strategy. Correct. Everything that's gonna happen, where it's gonna happen. And uh I cannot believe my luck because honestly, my experience with outsourcing or partnering mm. has been patchy mm-hmm. in the past at best. Yeah. And these guys are incredible. Mm. So, uh, um, good help. Good help's hard to find Dave. <laughs> isn't it? It is. <laughs> isn't it? It sure is. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for the moment when actually it turns out that I was wrong and it's all, they're all doing a terrible job, but <laughs> no. So far, so uh, good. So far, so good. Excellent. Yes. I do. I do feel very blessed. And uh, I'll carry on in that vein, definitely. Awesome. It's hard for me to let go. I'm not I'm not the kind of person who feels happy letting go, really, but uh, it's essential, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we get you back, uh, are you open to coming back and talking about uh, the yeah. mechanics behind, you know, making a course, running a very successful YouTube channel and kind of peeling the curtain back a little bit more on, on some of the, the deeper details there? I'd love to. Awesome. Definitely. If you're if you're interested, I'll talk. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. This has been fascinating. Uh, oh, Dave brilliant. Foy, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being on the podcast. It's been a long time coming. I've been following you for a while and uh, I love the production quality of your videos. I love everything that you're doing. Your content is really, and I, I must say in interest of complete transparency, it was watching guys like yourself and Adam Prezia on YouTube that made me want to up my game in terms of the videos that we were producing. And I uh, said to the team, it's not enough in anymore just to do a screen flow uh, and talk over the screen. Like, you, you know, I want to shoot stuff with nice cameras and have good lighting and have really good audio. And so you've been an inspiration for us to up oh. the quality of our content here. So thank you for that. Well, and it, it's fed back because I started watching some of your more recent stuff. I think it was when you were building the quick prototype, I think it was, oh, yeah. or yeah, yeah. using Barna's templates, I think might have been the first one. Yeah, yeah. And 
I actually watched that and thought, yeah, whoa, yeah, I love that little transition. I love the way you've done that. That's really creative. And I basically stole quite yeah. a few of those Good. ideas. Excellent. Good. Videos. Because one of the one of the th- <laughs> one of the conversations we had here is like, right, this has got to be at, at least good, if not better, than what Dave Foy is doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome so, to yeah. hear. Yeah, brilliant! Yeah. Oh, so, that's that's so good to hear. So keep up yeah. the good work, mate. You're doing a great job, and it's uh, and it's fabulous Thank to actually you, get to to meet the man behind it all. Oh, lovely! And it's been brilliant to talk to you, Troy. Really fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. All right. See you later. Well, I sincerely hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast as much as I did. Dave and I hung around on Skype for about an hour after we finished recording and just caught up on things. We have so much in common and uh, we have a very shared vision and shared values and that's always where the best collaborations come from, where there's a shared vision and shared values. Uh, I just love how passionate Dave is about helping the community and that is, uh, my friends, why he is having the success that he is having. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe at iTunes, wpelevation.com slash iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio at wpelevation.com slash Stitcher and uh, all the usual social media outlets, YouTube and Facebook, and also on the blog over at wpelevation.com. And leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It really does help us come up in the search results and get this podcast to a wider audience so that we can help your friends turn their passion into a profitable business and ultimately find freedom. I hope you're enjoying this as much as we are. My name is Troy Dean. I'll speak to you again soon on the podcast. Until then, go elevate. Go elevate.